Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you for joining us again. And if it's your first time, thank you so much for coming through and listening to what we have to say today. Yes, sir. Um, so let me introduce myself. My name is Matt, and I'm here with my co-host. My name is Rod, and this is the Friends Podcast again. Um, make sure you go and subscribe to our Instagram page, all social medias, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, YouTube is where we're streaming. So check us out. Yeah, man, we're everywhere that you could even imagine. So uh, I guess let's get into it as we always do, as I always say. So how was your last week? Uh, this week has been pretty good. I, I mean, I can't complain. Um, over the weekend, I, I went and checked out uh, 902 Brewery. Uh, always a great selection. They always switch it up. So, yeah, they. I love beer. So maybe might create some uh, beers in the future. So we'll see. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I know we was talking about that like a long time ago, like creating the beers. Because I feel like it's not like a lot of black breweries out there, like breweries by black owned people. So that would be do- super dope Definitely if we not. could. Yeah, so that'd be super dope if you could, you know, make that happen. Um, For me, not much, man. A lot of family time this week. Um, So my sister's birthday is coming up. So we went out to brunch and I had to help my mom with some some, uh, landscaping, some yard work and shit like that. So that's pretty much what I've been on. uh, Work, editing, recording, um, practicing my instrument and all those kinds of things. So, yeah, nothing too crazy. Uh, Maybe going out, you know, taking a road trip sometime soon. So planning that. But uh, yeah, other than that, I guess we can go ahead and get into our topics for this uh, for this episode. So I guess you want to intro the first. one. Yeah. So this topic here has been uh, blazing all over social media. Um, it's the verdict from our Supreme Court. The Roe versus Wade was overturned. So basically, the understanding I got is abortions is not going to be acceptable anymore and majority of the U.S. states. Uh, so did you hear anything else about it? Yeah, so I think that's, yeah, that's what it is. You pretty much broke it down in that way, uh, in a good way. So I guess it's up to the states to decide whether they want to uphold abortions or whether what they want to have clinics. I've, I've seen like articles on a bunch of clinics already closing down like the day after the, you know, the verdict came down from the Supreme Court. So yeah, that's pretty much what's going on. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it just kind of is, you know, this is one of those issues that divides America, you know, pro-choice, pro-life. But, you know, my opinion has been going everywhere right now. Yeah. New everywhere. York, Detroit, Chicago, everywhere. Probably California for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they're going to have to they're going to have to deal with the influx of people coming through and like, oh, let me get this abortion because I'm from Texas and they're not letting us do that shit there. So what do you feel yeah. about it? I mean, to me. I, I mean, I can say my personal thoughts on it. I'm pro-choice. You know, I just feel like everybody should have the choice to do anything that they want to. And I get that, you know, birth, birth rates are declining. You know, I guess people are worried about humanity, you know, dying out and things like that. I understand that. But I still feel like people should have a choice, whether it's, you know, rape or incest or whether it's they don't, you know, they impoverished. They don't want to have no more kids or whether they just don't want no damn kid. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's fine to me. Um, was I guess what's your general thoughts on like, you know, what's that the verdict that just recently came through? I mean, I agree with what women agree with. Good answer. <laughs> so, yeah, like it's, it's their body, their choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, you should be able to have one if you want one, or 
I mean, of course, the worst case scenario, if, if someone gets raped or anything like that happens, they can't get an abortion or they're going to have to travel across the U.S. or to some place where it's acceptable, like where they can find a clinic. Or another extreme would be children um, in high school, middle school are having kids and mm-hmm. they can't go get an abortion and they may not have the money to to travel to go to go get it to somewhere so i mean it's definitely going to hit up people with uh, not as much income um they're going to be heavily affected if they can't afford to go somewhere uh, to get it done the procedure done um yeah it just makes everything a lot harder if that's kind of that if you want an abortions but it should also uh a good thing it might boost the rate of uh, people wearing condoms. Maybe, no, for uh, sure. Maybe condom companies is gonna be they're gonna be an overdrive now. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's that's actually I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but I heard they was trying to get contraception out of here too, like you know IUDs and Nuva rings and condoms and things like that. Like they don't they want people to have kids like by any means. Like no, you can't have no protection. Like you gonna have to have this kid. And I don't See, I don't I, get why. The thing is, it's just like this that I, that I think about. It's like, why is the Supreme Court even, why is this a case that they want to take up? Mm-hmm. It's It seems like they just had to do this to overturn it. Like, there's so many different cases and new cases that they that they can look at. Right. In my opinion. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of things that that's important. And I guess it just seems like the Supreme Court, like just looking at the uh, data, six three, um, who voted on it, and it just seems a, a bit planned to me. That's, that's the way I think of it. Like, mm-hmm. like this was the whole plan right from the get go. Like they wanted to overturn this. Like they had to go back and like find this case and be like, hey, we want to do this. And the thing is, like, it seems like majority of America don't even, with all these riots and everything, it seems like majority of America is like the people who they're supposed to be working for don't want this to happen. Right. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure the data shows that. Yeah. So it's like, who, who's out there that's really choosing that, hey, this is what we want to do? And like, who's, where's the power really in America? Hmm. I don't think it's with the people. I don't think it's with the people. I think it's with these people that can make decisions it's with the corporations is with the like you like, like you said, the Supreme Court, we even talked about um, like the Senate and, and things like that. It's definitely not with the president. The president got some, some yeah, semblance of power. We talked about that a bit off of camera. Yeah. It just seemed like the president's just this figurehead. And um, I was reading on BBC News, uh, Biden spoke out and said the Supreme Court made terrible decisions. Okay. <laughs> it's just like you're the president of the United States. Most most importantly, supposed to be like the most powerful person in the world right now. And it just seems like every time something happens around gun violence or or even this case, he's always just looking so confused, falling off his bike. <laughs> right. Like, I, I don't get it. Like it just seems like the Senate and the Supreme Court is really who who's in charge and who's making uh, the rules of society, and they're getting funded by these corporations and these billionaire businesses. 
Um, they control the media. Those are the people that it just seemed like that's what's running our country. Yeah, pretty much. And to take it even a step further, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, immediately, I don't, I'm not going to say immediately, but the same day that this verdict came out, she's going to send out a fundraising email like, oh, this is you know, this is devastating, but we need your funds so you can so we can fund, you know, whatever the fuck. So it's like, really? Like, this is how we really this is how we about to rock. That's, that's every situation. I hate it. Yeah. Politicians like for anything they trying to get body, but oh, we need money. Like, how much money we got to fucking give you for you to uh, go vote on the bill, like to do your job? Like you get paid a check <laughs> to vote on these things. Like, right. why do you keep asking me for money? Like, everyone in the Senate is a millionaire. Stop asking like lower class or people who's doing worse off than you for money yeah. for something that you ain't even gonna pass. It's disrespectful. It's like, damn. So like, I mean, it just it just goes to show that you know the people that's in politics, you know, most of the time are not for the people for real. They really for their corporate interests, you know. Like that's just you what it is. You don't need a dollar for everything. You don't like dollars. Don't ch- I mean, money talks. Money does talk. But when people when people are set on this is what we want, we're pro life and we want these things. Like, what is a dollar gonna do? Yeah, and I, I really don't like the idea where. These senators and and house people, people that are getting voted in, they're supposed to be for their state and what the people want. Right. It, a, it shouldn't be based on their own personal business interests. It should be based on who voted you in there and for that position. And it just seemed like that's not what's happening. I mean, yeah. we already see it here with the Roe versus Wade. Yeah. I think you brought up a good point. Like, why is this issue like what they, you know, why is this what they standing on? Why is this what the hill that they're dying on? I thought that was interesting because they touched it. They touched this issue in 1973. And this is when they actually made the decision to make it a federal, like, you know, abortion can happen federally. And then for some reason, 50 years later, they said, OK, we about to overturn it. But it's just like, why? I think that's the question we need to ask. Like, why is this? Yeah, we know people are so pro-life. We know that that's some people's personality. Like, you know, they make it their personality. But Yeah, Republicans, they for sure during Trump term, they was rushing to get Supreme uh, Court justices to replace and um, get to get them in there. Mm-hmm. And we see that uh, that's what our Supreme Court is looking like. They stay in there until death or until they choose to leave. And they're not going to choose to leave. I promise you that. I don't know That's, if anybody's ever cho- chosen to leave. Maybe it's until they get super old and they go, oh, yeah, like our health issues. Uh, that's happened. They go, oh, mm-hmm. you're not fit uh, any longer. So Right, yeah. Yeah, it's just we got to look a bit more into that aspect. Maybe there should be some terms to the Supreme Court. Just like there's, anything else. Yeah, I think there should. And I think also... It's like, is that a not revolution a big dictatorship in there? Like, you, you shouldn't be to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that is that's is interesting. Um, I wonder why that's like that. I think uh, I've never been no history guy. Like, never been, like, that big into, like, oh, politics, history, or American history. But I would be interested to, interested to learn why is president four years and why are all these other things two years, four years, six years, but Supreme Court justices is life. You know, I'll be interested to hear because I feel like that just sets up. Like you said, like it was perfect timing. Like they knew that they packed the court. They knew that 
they wanted this issue passed and then like it just happened to come up at this time and now was now they you know they reversed it so i don't know i think i think we need a revolution i think um people need to stand up and take this shit power take this power back because if not you never know what they're coming for next so yeah it's hard to fire a judge it is in, in any in any court it's hard to get rid of them mm-hmm so, yeah, because they yeah, feel like that's yeah. they feel like that's they you know they feel like they know all they the judge they you know so it's like oh, they yeah. can't they not gonna step down. Judges be talking crazy to people like they talk all high and mighty like they don't make wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. They be sitting on that like that that pedestal, and they can tell you not to talk. They can tell you when to talk. They tell you when to sit down. They tell you when to rise. Like it, it's it's. The, the amount of power that's with the, that's in a judge's uh, discretion, they could tell how many you how many years you're gonna uh, you're gonna be in prison. Yeah, yeah. Like it, that's a lot of power to put in a man's hand, and we already see what happens is they have biases. They they're human. Absolutely. And crime just typically is not in the favor of. African Americans, hmm. and and the amount of uh, years. This is fact. This is science. Um, black people and African Americans get a lot more years than their white counterparts, and that's a bias. So mm-hmm. we got to look at this uh, judicial system and like how does this work? And there needs to be some checks and balances to them. That and why this lifetime shit gotta go, like that's just that don't make no sense. Nobody should be anything for lifetime, you know. So, like you said, check checks and balances, you know, remove the biases, which is easier said than done. And I guess with that being said, it's a sad day, man. It's a sad day in America when you know shit like this happened. But I guess let's try to move on and hopefully talk about some, you know, some more not heart wrenching shit. You know what I mean? Shout so. out to the woman out there. Keep uh, moving. Keep your fist up. Uh, keep marching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm marching there, right there with you. Nah, no cap. So I uh, am your friend. This is <laughs> Friends Podcast. It is. It is. So let's move on to the next topic. So um, let's kind of talk about something that you brought to my attention today, which was just real interesting to me. I didn't even know this was even a thing at all. Um, so I guess what happened recently is NBA Young Boy has now surpassed Eminem, who is who was Eminem was the highest the goal um, the, the highest uh YB the, did it better okay why <laughs> yeah why be better so Eminem was the highest grossing I guess uh he had the most videos on YouTube over 100 million views solo um with 23 and now Ooh, young boy, that boy heart man and now NBA young boy has 24 so he just broke his record and I guess just to fact check, let me see how old NBA Youngboy is. He is... 22. He's 22? Yeah, so, like, that's just, you know, that's a great feat right there, like, to be honest. So, I guess let's kind of talk about that, like... Eminem, 49 years old. Old ass boy. So, it's like, you know... um, Yeah, so, like, how you feel about this? Like, I mean, obviously, we already know that you just, you know, ecstatic about this, but, like, what does this I'm mean to you? I'm just ecstatic of this new generation. Yeah. When they talk about... The younger generation, how they not as talented. Uh, they can't do this. They can't do that. They can't rap. 
Uh, they don't care about the craft, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Eminem was saying in mm-hmm. that kamikaze. <laughs> right. NBA Youngboy proved that, hey, almost similar in a uh, Lil Wayne fashion, just just blew up, like, just off of pure talent. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm proud of uh, the progress that we're seeing. Uh, in the, in his career, man, he's 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 just doing a good job and uh, making good music. Obviously, um, to do it at such a young age as well, twenty two years old, and already surpassed Eminem. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And the fan base is got to be even bigger than Stan now. Yeah, and I was looking at the you know the list of songs that NBA YoungBoy has. There's over 100 million views, and it seems like a lot of them are older songs, maybe from you know over a year or two, three, I mean, four, five. It takes time to get to 100 million. Exactly. So just think about how often that nigga drops. He dropped like three albums in like the last year. So it's like, imagine that those about to go 100 million too at some point, like in the, in the future. So it's like, this might be a record that nobody can beat for a minute like solo records in terms over of 100 million and everything yeah. and young boy it's looking like he's not gonna be touched in hip-hop yeah, at this point because like and just to put it, put it into perspective for everybody the next in line is Nicki minaj and then after that is drake and i think they both have like under 15 if i, if I solo records if i'm not mistaken so yeah man i, I just think that's super dope just especially a south artist because you know Ever since, uh, you know, Dre Stacks, Andre 3000 said, South got something to say. The South been saying shit. So it's like, I don't know. I'm just glad to see it, man. And I'm, I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan. Yeah, Jay-Z need to go on and get a record with uh, NBA Youngboy. Yeah, his shit uh, popping. Man, for real. I don't even know what that would sound like, though. That shit might be trash. <laughs> I ain't gonna I lie. Mean, Lil Wayne and Jay-Z was on a record together. Um... So I, I'd imagine it sound, it probably sounds smooth. What Lil Wayne Jay Z record? I don't remember them being on the record. Mr. Together. Carter, wasn't that? Oh yeah, off, off Carter Three. I don't even yeah, like that song. Carter III. You like that song? I fuck with Carter Three. I like. I, that's probably one of my. Well, it is my favorite album, um, from Lil Wayne. By Wayne, okay. I don't. Fall I never really home. liked Mr. Carter. Let it was cool though. Built, like. It was a lot of records on on that album that I, I really fuck with. Yeah, let the beat build crazy. Um, but yeah, that would be interesting yeah. to hear that. Like, or just just because I know Carter, the storyteller. Yeah, I like Doctor Carter more than Mister Carter. Um, it would be interesting because I know Young NBA Youngboy had a song with Snoop Dogg called Calling. I like that song a lot. So it would be interested to hear interesting to hear him on records with like some OG rap niggas. Um, there was a recent song with Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Because, you know, Snoop Dogg had said... I thought it was interesting because Snoop Dogg said something about Eminem. Mm-hmm. I think it was... I don't know what interview or whatever. He was like, yeah, I just... He's not my favorite. He's not my cup of tea, pretty much, is what Snoop Dogg said. So, for them to get on the same record, I thought it was pretty dope. It seemed like more of like an NFT, um, that kind of space. And, yeah, I, I didn't hear the track, but... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm surprised uh yeah they got on the same track after those type of comments i'm i'm sure eminem's uh he's he's rhyming shit together putting words together and, uh, <laughs> as he does hat. yeah uh yeah probably probably something about some white celebrity that's like 
eating mom spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> some something, something along those lines. I mean, yeah. Snoop said that, but maybe you say know, something about Madonna, Madonna, Lana, or like <laughs> Madonna. Madonna got a problem. Yeah, stick a knife so, in their mama. Like so, I don't know, women don't, <laughs> so, women don't be doing rhymes like that. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, you said like Snoop was like. He not my cup of tea, but shit for a bag. I guess niggas can be a cup of tea. I guess I don't know. I think and Snoop Dogg is just a cool nigga. He didn't. He's not taking anything from Eminem and, and like what he is musically. Obviously, they they were literally on stage together with Dr. Dre at the, at the biggest stage, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they obviously had a conversation. They probably chatted up a bit and talked to each other about the comments and. uh Hey, I mean, even Logic came out uh, recently. He made some comments. He said, man, Eminem just gets too much hate. Oh, my too, God. Like, and shit like that. I'm just thinking. I'm like, when? When, when did Eminem get hate? <laughs> right. Like, he's one of the most streamed artists with, like, with hella diamond rec- records. Like, he got the, some of the biggest stands. It's like, what the fuck do Logic be talking about? Just because everybody don't fuck with his shit don't mean that everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, that he gets hate. Like maybe he does. It's not. Get hate. It's not hate though. Like it's obviously he he got the one of the biggest craziest uh, fan bases in hip hop history. He does. It's not. It's like literally. That don't mean he don't get hate though. I mean he gets he gets of course every everyone gets hate but he gets a lot more love than anything. No facts for sure. So it's just like I don't know what the hell logic is talking about. He always try to compare like his career to. The white and the black issues, blah blah blah. It's like, are you black or not? Are you white? Like, like, <laughs> where, where, where's this line that he, he's trying to like portray? It's like, why, why are you even bringing Eminem? Like, Eminem and you just don't like y'all. Y'all don't have the same career. Y'all, y'all don't have the same talent. You're not mm-hmm. as good as Eminem. Like, I, I don't know why Logic felt like he. Like he brought Eminem up in, in that in that way, saying, "Oh, he gets too much hate." It's like he don't get hate; you get hate. No, Logic definitely gets hate, which is why I found it interesting that he would say, "Like, oh, y'all give him too much hate," but it's just like, ain't you dealing with the own hate that you get? Because people hate Logic. People don't like his music like that. People say he trash. People talk about how how he always be talking about how he mixed like. Worry about your own hate on your own doorstep and stop trying to put shit on Eminem like like people blocking Eminem out of a bag. Like nobody blocking Eminem. You feel like he was trying to compare himself to him? Yeah, that's why I feel like he was like, oh, he get hate. He's one of the biggest musicians and I get hate. because we, <laughs> right. we both uh light skinned. We look white. We both white. Oh my god. So I, I think that's where logic was getting at when he was trying to bring up Eminem. Oh, like, yeah, we like, nah, it's it's not the same. Yeah, nah. This you ain't, ain't got that. no diamond records. Nah, he like, don't. Relax. I mean, and like you said, like I don't want to take away anything from Eminem, but you know, he is what he is. He ain't my cup of tea either. So you know, I'm he just. A legend. I'm, he is a legend though, but he ain't my cup of tea, as Snoop Dogg said. Yeah, so. logic, you ain't. So you gotta <laughs> relax. I mean, to somebody here. Relax. Yeah, he to these suburbs. Can you? Can let, let me ask you a question before we get off of this, like. Can somebody be a legend to you, but not be a legend to me? And would that still make them a legend? No, you can't be a legend to just one person and then be a le- be a legend. So, in order for you to be a legend, am I you a have legend? To be a... No, you're not. I think I'm a legend. Not yet. 
Nah, cause you, you, cause you're you. <laughs> That's why you saying that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just making a point. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. So like, so in order for somebody to be a legend, it has to be a widespread. Like, okay, everybody considers this person a legend. Is that how you there feel? There has to be a consensus amongst a, a good amount of people. All right, that's like, hey, yeah, this guy has accomplished this. Um, yeah, and, and the music and his art backed it up. I mean, so that's it, what made him a legend. So, so is being a legend, if, if somebody's a legend, is that debatable? Like, if they are for sure a legend, like Snoop Dogg is a legend, is that debatable though? Like, I feel no, like it can't debatable. be. Yeah, I feel like if you're a legend, it can't be debatable. Like, I can't be like, oh, I fuck with Logic, he a legend. And then you'd be like, nah, he ain't no legend. Yeah, so you can ask clearly your mama legend. or your aunties no, or your no uncles cap. who Snoop Dogg is. Mm-hmm. I guarantee they're going to be though I heard of them. Exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I was just wondering on, on uh, like the definition of a legend, which I think we, we spoke on in the previous episode. Go check that one out if you get a chance. It's one of our first uh, first episodes. But so I guess let's go ahead and uh, get into this next topic. So I guess we kind of want to talk about, you know, have a little discussion about, you know, some life things, some uh, some things that might, you know, pique you guys' interest. So let's let's talk about traveling, man. So let's start here, though, because I think this is one of the most interesting things about traveling to me is like what's 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 like the most important thing to you like is it the experiences you have is it like where you stay is it like um you know the food that you eat like what when you go travel somewhere like what's the first thing that you consider um if it's taking this like more personally like my personal things is like what i view when i go travel i think it could be a bit different than um depending who you are of course but also in your age Mm -hmm. Um, of course, when you're younger, you're just trying to go out and you're trying to go to these fun places and, uh, probably drink and go to these parties, uh, meet the community, get in, get in the neighborhoods and things like that. Um, but I I can imagine when I'm older and I have children and things, it's going to be about bringing the family and doing family things and, and going to these different type of then again to show them that's probably gonna be my highest highlight is to be able to show them things but yeah, um like disney and shit like that yeah for sure so uh but yeah to answer that question right now yeah i mean right now i'm still I feel like i'm at that young age where i just want to just see more of the world um of course i like to do i'm more of a person like i like seeing exotic things I don't really okay. like going places and seeing what I can see at the crib. <laughs> yeah. Like just seeing a city um, and then you see maybe some water or whatever and he was just driving up and down the street just like and then maybe they got like a few bars here and there. Like I, I like to see, I like to feel like I'm on vacation. Yeah, I like, the, like, I like, like the, an island type shit. Yeah, like the island vibe. I like, the, I like to wear the island shirts. Like that's <laughs> that's my shit, and like getting out there with the people and and uh, feel like I'm on vacation. I, I like to feel um, something else. Yeah, because I feel like if you just went to just another regular U.S. city, you would, you would it would kind of just feel like you might be at the crib. Yeah, but exactly. I feel like when you have a vacation, you want to get away and actually 
like sometimes when I like went to fucking like Canada, I was just like, man, this is it's cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I could I could see all this at the crib. Yeah. I mean, it's so close to Michigan too. It's just like, okay, well. I mean, they might do things a little bit different. They might have a couple different restaurants, but like, you know, it all depends on what you want to see. Yeah, know? I mean, the only I guess the only really places I was like, oh man, this is kind of different. And I have there's definitely a lot of people, places I still got to go see. Um, so I'm just basing on where I've been so far. Like I really do like California. It just oh, feels yeah. different. Um, Florida and some areas, but it just depends. So in some parts of Florida, but yeah, when I go across the country, it's just. I'm not really trying to go somewhere like that's just like this, like in America here. Maybe that's why I really haven't checked out like the UK and like London and stuff like that. Cause I just feel like it's probably going to be similar ish. Yeah. I feel like it probably would like be, Europe. but I've, I've heard it was, I've heard, I've heard it was pretty wavy though, like over in London, but um, I don't know. Um, But no, I do feel you though. Like I'm not trying to go to like Idaho like no disrespect to all of our Idaho listeners if we have them, but like I'm not trying to vacation and kick Ohio. in Idaho. Definitely not Ohio. I mean, unless it's Cedar Point, I might fuck with Cedar Point, but um, Kansas. Nah, I fuck with Kansas. See, and that's what I—that's exactly what I was about to say. So for me, I'm, I'm gonna break it down right quick. For me, I gotta be good food wherever I go, and it gotta be honestly. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Like as long as I can eat good and kick it and not be at home and not be in my apartment. Like, I feel like that's enough for me. Um, and so you mentioned Kansas, like Kansas City barbecue, A1, like top tier barbecue. So um, anywhere I go, it got to be some good food. That's why I'm saying I'm not trying to go to Idaho. Like what they got out there, like good ass yeah, potatoes. Food is definitely there important. Like, yeah, they got to sure. have good food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, a lot of times when I go out, like, on vacations, whatever. I'm going to the nicest places in the area. I'm not going to like the basic shit around. Maybe if like in between, like leaving my like hotel or whatever, a resort, mm-hmm. and on the way to something, like if I'm going on, maybe jumping off of uh, a cliff or whatever into a waterfalls or I don't know, whatever. Like maybe I grab a snack or something locally, but. When I'm when I'm out on vacation, I, I gotta go to the nicest restaurants, the the best food in the area. Yeah, fine dining. I gotta, I gotta try it. Well, so why is that though? Like, why why don't you just want to go to like a, a cool local thing, like like a cool local restaurant where they got the best burgers or some shit? Like, why you gotta go fine dining when you, when you travel? I got exquisite taste. I got fine dining taste. <laughs> okay. So I I want to taste the best food they got to offer, and the and the best chefs out there. That's why I like to. Uh, like, of course, like, like yeah, I mean, I'm going to try, like, the shit um, in between. But when it comes to, like, dinner time or something like that, like, I'm looking for some of the best food in the area. I don't want, I'm not trying to eat some regular burgers and shit that I can find <laughs> at the crib. Right. You, yeah, it's a good burger down the street for real. Like, yeah, you can hit up five guys out here. <laughs> no like, cap. I want a good burger. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. So, like, okay. So, let's take it here then. Like, um, so when you travel, you kind of already touched on it, but, like, so do you like doing like touristy type shit or do you feel like, oh, I'm trying to just do like live how 
you know, when in Rome, do as Romans do? Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm definitely um, try to do, I would say, touristy stuff. Um, so zip lining or riding ATVs or, yeah, like I said, like I've even done like some jumping into the water and stuff like that. Uh, going hiking and stuff, horseback mm-hmm. riding. Yeah, I like doing all that kind of stuff and getting to really see the land. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, I feel yeah. that. So, that, yeah, I like doing that kind of stuff. It's Instead of like, I've been with friends and they kind of just stay around the area the, and they're just drinking the, the whole time just by the pool and just kind of kicking it, do the games, which which is cool, by the beach or whatever. But, yeah, like I love doing that. But it's like I want to make the most of my time there. Yeah, spending all that money, like, so you might as well. Like, if you're on a resort, like, yeah, it's cool to stay in a resort, especially if it's, like, free food, free drinks. But, like, depending on where you at, if it's safe, like, you might as well just go ahead and, you know, explore and see what the fuck out there, you know? So, yeah, explore, nah, but, yeah, explore safely. Yeah, no, for sure. Because um, I guess, like, um, don't I carry guess, too much money on you. Oh, yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact, yeah. Um, so let's talk about, like, um, our best traveling experiences. Like, do you have one that, like, sticks out to you where it's like, damn, like, if I could relive this shit or if I could go here again, like, I'm Like I said, way. I haven't really been in that many places. What, what about you? Uh, To me, I don't know. Like, you, you mentioned it earlier, like, but I, I love the Bay. I love the Bay in California. Like, I, like everything about it. Because it can, it can go from, you know, it's, it's all different kind of people, which is... You know, I grew up in a place where it was different, all different, you know, ethnicities and things like that. So it just reminded me of home and beaches and good What's food. What's a lot of experiences out there? Or was there any that uh, stuck out to you on why you like California? Was it just Not, the people and just being a relaxed, uh, chill, getting to walk on the beach, smoke, wherever, nice places, nice food? Yeah, I don't know. I really like, what was the food out there? I really was just kicking it. Um, I definitely had some good, some good uh, tacos. Definitely had a good, like uh, some good crawfish out there. Um, just all kind of different shit. Like, like I said, there's so many different like ethnicities and things like that. So you can get any type of food you really want. But crazy stories when I was out there, nothing really crazy. Cause I only been there like two times. Um, but I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't really be getting crazy like that. Like I just. Uh, I'm kind of like what you just said. Like, I just be chilling. Like you said, like, some people just sit sit at the resort and just kick it. Like, that's kind of me. Like, I might walk around and try to find a cool, like, record store. I might just go try to find something good to eat, go to a museum. I love museums. Um, that's that's really my MO when I'm trying to travel. Like, let me go find something. Let me go find something I can't find back at the crib, like a museum, or a good record that I might not have yet or good food that they might cook differently out here like that's kind of how i am when when it comes to traveling so don't yeah i mean me personally if i'm just like somewhere around an area like california something like that like i'm definitely checking out the nearest brewery just because i love breweries um yeah like you said like museums and things of that nature i see what's in the area what's going on i'm definitely trying to look up comedy shows or oh yeah yeah i'm looking at eventbrite or whatever if i'm like in the states see what kind of events and like just somewhere Mm -hmm. that people are gathering maybe they got like vendors or um markets and stuff like Like that festival or something like that 
yeah, walk and maybe I'll go do a little shopping with, with the vendors, local vendors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. I, I think that's just how, I think that's just the best way to do it for me. I mean, like I said, like other people just be doing touristy shit, like, which is cool. But I, I like to try to fit in when I go places so people don't be like, damn, where you from? Like, look at me like I'm different. Like, I want when I go places, I want to act like I'm from there because I just want to fit in and do feel how people there feel, like the actual real people that live there. Because that's one of them things, though. Because they talk about like, uh, have you people heard about know, like, though. like that should be obvious. Yeah. If you're not from there, low key. No, you're right. You're right. Because people, like, I ain't never seen you before, and I be coming here all the time. Yeah, like where fuck you from? Like, but uh, have you heard about Hawaii? How like I guess like tourist tourism. I don't know if that's a word. It's like ruining, you know, the people that's there on the mainland. Like it's just. I feel really like that's probably them. giving them most of their money. That's it coming is into Hawaii is tourists. So yeah, it is. But I heard that it just like kind of yeah. affected them in a bad way. Beggars can't be choosers. I mean, you living in Hawaii, yeah. so you living in a, a tropical paradise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to get over it. Like people gonna show up. But yeah. I wonder if Hawaii is all tropical paradise though. I don't know. I never. I'm been. sure it's not. Like, but I mean, it is mm-hmm. an island, so I mean, actually, it probably is. It, it's tropical paradise, no matter where you go. But I heard this so it's, since it's such a beautiful place and it's tourism. I heard like the, the house prices just be like the real estate is high as hell out there, and it's just like the people that's the regular working class they can't afford, you know, to to live how they want to live. So Move. it's like, <laughs> you know, bring your ass to the mainland. Yeah, don't you live know. on an the island then. Yeah, I mean, see, when you're born and raised, you got, if you ain't got the island money, that's easier said than done. Though. <laughs> you know, that's easier said than done, though. But I feel you; they could move if they had the means to do that. But uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah I, don't know, I mean, man. man, I agree. Like, I've heard things, of course, about Puerto Rico. I mean, that's a U.S. territory. Mm-hmm. Um, I, a lot of times, like, like it's very cheap to live there. Crimes different. Um, I, I don't know if it's by choice or why a lot of them just don't move. I don't know. And find a job elsewhere. I if feel like it's it a could US be by territory. Choice. Yeah, like, it could be by choice or just they don't have the means. Yeah, they're just not thinking that big to be like, oh, yeah, I'm not leaving my family kind of thing and where I grew up and it's kind of what I'm used to. Yeah, yeah. But. So, yeah. like. Let's close like, it out here, though. Move. Yeah, think about that. Like, um, uh, so, I guess I got something else I want to say about. Yeah, go ahead. Like, in California, I know you said you like the Bay. The Bay Area is dope. There's a lot of good restaurants out there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like San Francisco. I, um, the places I'm into, San Francisco, San Jose, Oakland, and then you also got Palo Alto. Uh, Palo Alto amazing restaurants berkeley berkeley's nicest it's yeah. nice spots i fuck with berkeley um but yeah and when i went to like the los angeles like that around that area i really fucked with uh what i'm trying to get back to was a uh, long beach area hell yeah like that shit was dope bro i fuck with long beach one of my homies yeah. stay out there hell yeah like the beach it's just like the beach is right there like you could just ride your bike up and down there. You could just go kick it on the beach. I feel like LA has more beaches than the Bay. I think mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but um, if that show like if that show you know if that's your thing, LA is definitely the 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 place for that. Like the beaches and shit like that. Um, 
so if you if you had to live in either LA or the Bay, which one would you live in? Uh, just 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 on based on place and not money or anything like that. Yeah, I probably would say like a. I, I need to see more of it before I make like a, a definite answer because I've definitely mm-hmm. been around the Bay a, a whole lot more. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I, would, I would like to see like more Long Beach and like that kind of area um, to get more of a gist. Um, no, I to feel see that. if I want to stay around there or not. So yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm dying to get back out there just to see. No, and I, sure. I want to try more of the food and restaurants and more of the local spots. Because when yeah. I went there, I was a bit fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they I mean I've, I've heard so many people say the LA food is trash though, but I don't they know. Like I the I mean, like yeah. the West Coast in general, just like the Hispanic and, and Mexican culture there, is uh, the food's good. Yeah, no, they got that on lock for sure. But they I don't know if you got some seafood. Like, did, right did you go water. to? Uh, did you ever go to uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? Nah, no. Nah. I don't be going to places like that. Why not? Like, that shit was. That shit was. It was straight. It was pretty good. That was good. I don't know. Yeah. I just seem a little like maybe maybe I might check it out. Yeah, maybe it just seem a little basic to me. Like. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm looking at open table. I'm, I'm going looking at this amount of stars they got. Yeah. And yeah. Like you said, maybe if I'm, shit. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I'll catch a lunch at Roscoe's or something. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it really is just chicken and waffles. Like, you know. Yeah. I'm not even a fan of chicken and waffles like that. Who created that? That's another question for another podcast, but um, <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, maybe for breakfast or something might might check that out. Like for yeah. brunch, go to Roscoe. Yeah, that'd be dope. Hell yeah! So but, I guess let's let's close the travel conversation out. Um, so do you feel like I guess let's, let's let me ask you one more question. Like, do you feel like traveling, or what do you feel like traveling has done for you as a as a person? Like, do you feel like it's made any improvements in your life, or just helped you learn anything? You definitely learn, um, and, and your mind like expands a bit to how people live in different areas, especially when you're going across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality of life is just different, and it, it makes you recognize how blessed people here are in the U.S. When you go somewhere that's um, underdeveloped, you, you just see a completely different side of how people are living. Like, yeah. just trash pickup and using as much water just so freely or just just having access to transportation just so like a lot of people are just walking around and, and like the infrastructure is not built up like the electricity and the lines is, is it's not as good mm-hmm. in certain areas right uh, yeah. there's dirt roads in a lot of places uh, the crime is just different Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, it's it, it's it's yeah. It's just uh, it definitely opens up your mind to to certain things, and make you feel like I don't know, maybe kind of feel like I was a little blessed to, to be born in America. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, and I, I also let me add to that, like just even seeing like we have these preconceived notions about places, but I feel like the only the best way to know about it is actually going and seeing what the place is like. So I think that's what traveling does for me. They definitely like, be happy. Like when you go oh, to these yeah. places and live in these countries, like they they take pride in mm-hmm. like where they are and like I, I love that aspect. It's not always about 
I feel like U.S. is it's always about the grind and, and the hustle and trying to make more money. And instead of just like the purpose of all that is so you can live happily and freely. It's right. like some of these people, they may make a lot less money, but they seem a lot more happier than than people um, in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've never been out, out of the country before, but that's I know you spoke about that before. So, I mean, I could imagine that. I could definitely imagine that. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's wrap it up there. So, guys, if you can, if you get a chance, travel, get out there, get somewhere where you wouldn't feel comfortable at, like get get out your comfort zone. Like you might learn something. I'm definitely going to um, check out Europe, though, pretty soon. Yeah, Europe. Yeah. I want to go to Europe, Africa, Asia, maybe Australia, like everywhere. For sure. Um, so, yeah, let's get into our next segment. Yeah, Love and Hate. Yep, so Love and Hate is when we talk about a couple of the singles that we've heard recently and talk about if we love them or if we hate them. And There's no in-between. If you don't like one bar that the person said, it's a hate. You know, you got you to love it fully in order to, you know, put a love stamp on it. So let's go ahead and start with that first one. So let me offer you this right quick. Um, let me ask you about break my soul by beyonce do you love or hate it beyonce is one of the greatest musicians of all time beyonce break my soul this record is a dance record it definitely got me moving got me shaking my (laughs) head a bit beyonce's voice is immaculate she's an angel from the heavens uh it's a blessing to be even to hear that shit ring through my ear this nigga trying to get a beehive sponsorship Nah, nah. It's it's just like it's when I see greatness, and I recognize <laughs> like the, the greatness. Mm-hmm. Her her black beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. Her her class. Man, it's it's unbelievable. Like it's 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 really a treat every time Beyonce drops anything. Automatic classic. Uh, she's a legend icon um yeah like I, I love beyonce there's no there's no bad words about beyonce ever coming from me so so you love the song just by default yep even if you hated it yep i got bias i got okay. beyonce bias i can't be mad at Any, that. anything beyonce drop i'm, I'm a love yeah yeah no, I feel she ain't that. never dropped nothing bad never Alright, okay. so <laughs> no comment. The track I'm gonna bring up, we was talking about NBA Youngboy earlier. Uh Lil Nas X and NBA Youngboy Late to the Party. How you feel about that track? Um, yeah, I thought it was uh I thought it was good. I do think that Lil Nas X underperformed on here just because it, it was it was funny. This song was funny though because like the, Same the record the B T awards. Yeah, like he, they said like, he was gay. <laughs> the um, the the song opened up and I he was like, like "fuck BET, <laughs> fuck BET," <laughs> like that was funny. <laughs> like, like one thing Lil Nas X is good for is a laugh. Like he he's somebody that's funny, like on Twitter and shit like that. But I feel like in terms of like the actual record and like the shit he was saying, like it was cool. But I feel like he kind of underperformed and didn't shine like NBA YoungBoy shine to me. Like NBA YoungBoy like slid. YB did it better. Like, and I don't know. I might be biased because I really been fucking with NBA Young Boys music for you know the last couple of years, but 
Um, overall, I would probably just say hate just because I wish Lil Nas X would have just came harder than like I wish he would have just snapped on that shit and matched NBA Young Boy's energy. But he's regardless, a pop artist, so I, I mean I don't expect him to go hard. Yeah, no, that that is true. That is true. I mean, I don't know. I don't was know. This if a I rap just, song? Was he was he? I haven't heard the record. Was he rapping or singing? It was like you know the rap sing country. type thing. No, I definitely want country. It was definitely rap sing type. You know. It reminded me of, um, I can't remember what song that is. It reminded me of something that I heard before, but yeah, I, I just don't feel like he, you know, he performed as well as I would have thought that he would have on the song with NBA. Like, you can't let NBA Young Boy watch you on your own record. Um, I've been but, seeing like little clips of the video, mm-hmm. the, the Saint Row, <laughs> like video game or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It seemed dope from the clip, so maybe I will go ahead and check that out eventually. So. Yeah, I liked the video. It was kind of, it was a little creative for sure. Like, um, yeah, I mean, he at the crib, so you got to be creative. Exactly, exactly. So uh, a lot of green screen, um, things like that. So it was cool. I'm gonna say hate, but I will listen to it, you know, over and over again, just because, like I said, NBA Young Boy slid on it. So with that being said, I'll get into my next one. Coach Mega Mega Man. Excuse me. Do you love or hate that one? So, Cochise just came out with his latest album, The Inspection. And I've been mm-hmm. waiting, I think, some years since his last project. It was, um, that's one of the, actually, the albums, like I said, that was, like, the best of the year when we did, like, our first episode mm-hmm. of our top favorite albums. And uh, Bimbo Croissant was uh, definitely one of my favorites. So, um, I was very excited for this project. And... I gotta say, Cochise, uh, he he let me down a bit with this uh, with this project. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really see any elevation. Um, I thought his last project had more different kind of sounds and styles and flows a little bit more. Uh, this was more seemed like more fun partyish records. Um, okay. Okay. I don't know why he got really records talking about guns and shit. Like, it's not him. Um, it, I mean, normally I'm, I'm when I, I don't know. I, I, I like the aspect of him comparing anime and stuff like that to music because not many artists do that. Um, right. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just overall. I didn't, I didn't love the record. It's, it's, it's cold, okay. It's okay. It's cool. So okay. I, I guess I gotta go with hate. Do you feel like you're going to change your opinion? Like, if you heard the album, like, over and over again, like, would it change? I mean, I have, I've, I've went through the album a couple of times already, and it just oh, came out. So, I'm, yeah, overall, it's just not the same feeling as his last project. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a bit disappointed in this, uh, this project, and I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully some, uh, maybe he comes out with some videos and, Maybe that'll make me love some of these tracks. Just seeing the visual that he got for it. But yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll yeah, we'll see. see. Um, so this next track I'm gonna uh put out. Guy uh let me see. This guy, oh Lil Baby and 42 Doug, 42 Doug and V's, you dig? Yeah, this one uh I'm going to say hate just because I don't know why, but the song, it reminded me of something I heard before. Like the flow that he used on the chorus, it reminded me of something else. And I can't put my finger on what it was, but, and 
in general i just felt like the song wasn't really hitting that much i'm, I'm really a fan of ease like i like his music a lot and i feel like he was just sounding crazy on here like he sounded like super high like he was just off all kind of substances and I, I didn't i feel like it didn't allow his verse to shine as much as it could have i think for two doug and um little baby did pretty good on it but v's i was looking forward to hearing v's on the song with little baby and it just didn't it didn't hit for me so I'm, I'm gonna say hate on this one i will listen again though for sure um i guess let me go ahead and get into my last one for you which is uh till the wheels fall off by chris brown and that features lil dirk and capella gray love or hate this record right here i i fuck with this um this track for sure um okay it, was a record that off his new project breezy by chris brown one of the another one of the greats uh especially in r&b and the one thing about chris brown people got to start giving respect for is he hardly ever misses no matter like he's the only person who can put out a bunch of tracks and there's really no, not, there's not really not many bad songs. Like mm-hmm. he put out about 30, 40 tracks and everyone, everyone's going to be, a, every track on there is going to be pretty good. Like you're not really going to say like, oh man, this shit is just terrible trash. Uh, he's just that talented. Mm-hmm. And this record yeah. right here is, uh, yeah, it's good. Lil Durk had a uh, okay verse. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he Lil Durk's Lil Durk. Uh, Capella Gray on the hook. Yeah, I mean, it's smooth. It was it was uh it was the track that entered off the album. So, yeah, I mean, I love it. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, I got it. I definitely got to check that out. I think I do agree with you. Like Chris Brown, like I don't I don't think I ever heard no music that I just totally hated from Chris. You know, so um definitely gonna check this new album out. Some good. Hopefully, it's like some real good R and B though. Like yeah. that's what I that's what I'm looking for from Chris for sure definitely gonna get that so go check out breezy by chris brown um so this next record i know we talked a bit about it um one of the songs i think i highlighted on one of the previous podcasts um so i'm bringing it here to love and hate and that's talent show cypher by day camp mm-hmm. how you feel about that yeah i just listened to this one recently i thought it was um i like the video it. too on youtube so make sure yeah. you go check it out. Oh, I didn't see the video. I just see, I just heard the record. Um, I thought it was cool that um, it was definitely a bunch of artists on here that I hadn't heard before, but I have heard Rolando Soul, who we've had on this podcast before. Um, I think he started it off with. Um, and it was interesting though because it like the beat switched like as soon as he stopped rapping, like the beat switched and it was like this real like hard, this hard like Detroit type beat that like uh, that um that really came through so it was it was really good and i felt like everybody was doing they shit on there and there was a couple girl rappers on there that was like sliding too for sure and then i want to then i want to say the beat switched again like for the very last verse and that was like it caught me off guard because i wasn't expecting the first beat switch and then the next beat switch i'm like okay damn so um yeah i was definitely fucking with it um so yeah it definitely made me want to go check out that whole project for sure by day and and also the other artists on the project made me want to go check out what they got going on too yeah no for sure so 
Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say love on this one. I didn't, I didn't dislike anything that I heard, so I'm, I'm gonna say love on that one. Um, so yeah, I guess with that being said, let's get into these highlights for this episode. So you want to go ahead and go first? Yeah, for sure. So, well, I want to highlight this new movie by Kevin Hart. Um, it's on Netflix. He just released it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to check that shit out. He seems like he's always working. Uh, the movie's called The Man from Toronto. I've heard from people that it's pretty funny. And after his last project, True Story, which I talked about previously, I'm really excited to see this movie. So uh, we can all watch it together, us and the fans, and I'm going to let you know exactly how how good it is. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear what y'all think. What about you? Uh, so let me go ahead and highlight a couple of people that I've been watching on YouTube for a little while. So they make like comedy skits and, and things like that. And they both from Chicago. I think they both tied in with each other. I've seen each other or I've seen them in each other's videos. Uh, the first one, let me highlight corporate with the K. So K-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E. He does this series called uh, Black Chicago Be Like. And um, man, he got he got shit going on. Like the, the shot well, like the story is great. Like so, shout out to corporate for that. Black Chicago be like in his skin bone. He just started his new series, which is called uh, Meanwhile in Chicago. He's on episode eight right now. But it just it's just funny shit. Like it just you know I don't know if you're just into that type of comedy, just like I don't know, just funny shit. Definitely check them both out on YouTube. I'm sure they're on Instagram and TikTok too, but. I watch them on uh, on YouTube, so shout out to Skimbone and shout out to Corporate. Most definitely check them out. Yeah, man. So other than that, man, let's go ahead and get up out of here, man. We definitely thank you for listening. Appreciate you. So tap in with us, man. Follow us on Instagram. Interact with us, man. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. If we wilding on some of our opinions or if we spot on. You know what I mean? So get with us and uh, we'll be back next time. We out. Peace.